The Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to the show which talks to Christian leaders about the topics that really matter. I'm Andy Peck. Have you ever had an idea for a project but it never got off the ground? Well, if you're listening to a programme on leadership, chances are you have at some time or another. Today's guest is part of a movement known as Good Fruit. The aim is to bring together people who dream about a better future. His name is Anthony Ogunbowale, uh Thomas, and he's uh, with me in the studio. So thank you so much, Anthony, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, are you one of those people who have been building businesses since your childhood? I wouldn't say particularly businesses per se, but definitely if you would like to call it entrepreneurial, so different ideas, yeah, initiatives, yeah. projects that have got off the ground and have taught me various things along the way. So definitely. Sure, sure. Because um, a lot of folk who are entrepreneurs say they can remember them, you know, the first business they they started with or the first initiative they took. Can you Can you remember back to those days? Well, I think it will probably have to be, I would say, really the, you know, the moment was at university mm-hmm. um, in my final year of uni was sort of thrown into running the um, the entrepreneur society at the university. And, and I guess leading a team of that, you're, you're forced to create something and you're forced to actually put something out there, be entrepreneurial. So that was what we actually did was um, put a proposal together. So I kind of just put a massive um, detailed proposal about how we could help film students connect with people in the industry. And we took it to the British Film Institute, the BFI here, who loved it. And um, we were able to host an event at one of their festivals. So. Good stuff. And where were you studying? I studied at Kingston University. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I studied entrepreneurship and management there. Wow. Which is it's just fancy for business management. Yeah, yeah but I mean, that's, it must have been in the early days of those kind of courses. Yes, definitely. It was, in fact, when I chose the course, it was the only university doing that course at the time. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and your your own background in terms of church and Christianity? So background, um, second child of four, um, grew up in northwest London, uh, Nigerian parents. Um, so he grew up in yeah in a Christian home. You know, it's sort of almost traditional, if you like. It's, mm. it's just the standard expectation. Um, and I remember, you know, very early on, you know, my my parents and you know, particularly my mum, she, you know, she'll take us to all the conferences that she went to, you know, all like the the big conferences and make us, you know, pay attention, bring our Bibles, that sort of thing. And I guess over time, those things kind of stuck stuck in. Mm. Um, and yeah, there's different various things. So my dad's a big football lover, which you grew up playing football. So that was a very big part of yeah, our, yeah. our lives as well. So yeah. good stuff. Good st- uh, which team? Uh, we played like semi-professional okay. Sunday league or Saturday league. My mum wasn't mm-hmm. allowing the Sunday league for too long. She was like, no, 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 no. They need to be at church. So, um, yeah, so we played, like, midweek football after that and stuff like that. And so my brother got a bit more further than me, but, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Very good. And um, you you came to faith, obviously, with, within the family environment and, you know, embraced, embraced the faith of your family? Yeah, definitely. Um, it was when I was 16. So I remember, like I said, you know, Growing up, my brother and myself were very much, I, I would say, I tried to emulate him a lot. And um, I remember, you know, when we would obviously go to these conferences when we were young, 
we knew that we were going or it was the right thing to do but it was just because we were told mm. to go essentially mm. and i remember one time my brother you know i, I started to see a change in him you know mm. he started i saw him praying and i saw him reading the bible and i remember one time just asking him, that why are you reading the bible you know mom didn't tell you to read it and um he just said you know he's given his life mm. to christ and he um has gotten serious about following god and i should think about doing the same so i think that kind of not that I did it at that moment, but I was just like, it was at the back of my mind. Mm. So I think sometime later at at high school, when I was in year 10, um, just going through, I don't know, you could call it an identity crisis. I think at that moment, it was very much, particularly in football anyway, you have to make a decision whether you're going to go, you know, 100% mm. down the football route or you're going to do something else. And I think for me, it was really much a sense of what am I going to do and, and who am I? And I think mm. that kind of really caused me to, you know, call out to God and, and like, God, show me, show me what you want me to do. So. Sure. Well, I, I, in my introduction, I mentioned this, uh, this movement known as Good Fruit. So how did that all come about? I think th- there have been various stages for Good Fruit. Um, it, it, it really started at university and really linked to, the entrepreneur society, I would mm. say, because a lot of my friends at the time, um, people of faith, but more so of who didn't have faith, were just doing incredible things. You know, people going to places like Manila, for example, and helping women um, who made clothes there, for example, connect with consumers in the West and helping mm. them, you know, improve their lifestyles, and you know, or people starting educational programs. And um, for me i was just challenged as to you know what what am i doing really and and in in all honesty if i'm completely honest you know what are we doing what were we doing as the christian community um and that really was i would say if you like the enabler and really big push to kind of okay what how can we create a community of people who are really passionate about creating and contributing to culture and from there it was just a meetup of people kind of we had meetup people working on different creative projects or um, startups um, we hosted events where people were able to present what mm-hmm. they're working on and then get feedback from people and we've had some really cool successes from that and and really good fruit as it is today was really i would say birthed out of that that time was you know mm-hmm. personally i um had an idea that i needed funded for Mm-hmm. and also a team or skills mm-hmm. and um you know when you're in that position if you go if, to get investment you're really ideally you have to have a team mm-hmm. um and to to build a good team you need to have some investment mm-hmm. so um it was kind of the catch 22 and through conversations that will happen through people you oftentimes will hear hey you know anthony or you know i'm working on this do you know anyone who can do x y and z Mm. or I'm looking for funding, do you know anyone? And, and we knew about other channels of it, but no one was really bringing those two things together, the ability mm. to raise money and build your team, bring resources sure. around your team. Some folk will have seen Dragon's Den on TV. Is it any? Is that parallel in any sense to not, what you're doing? Not, not particularly. There's no, there's no dragons as such. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the events that we hosted, it was very much more you know, speaking to your contemporaries and your peers and kind of people who maybe were, say, in a similar position, but also ahead of you and kind of, mm. you know, and it, and what I, I personally loved about it is that it was very honest. You know, you had projects that people maybe would present and some people were like, we just don't think this is a good idea. Um, and you had some people who were like, well, we can introduce you. So it was more of a, 
you know, bring and share mm. sort of thing. Sure. Um, but now it's 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 kind of changed in, in this direction. Right, right. And and the kind of examples of the projects, I don't know whether you're able to, you know, be specific about the projects, some of the projects that you've been in, seeing doing? Yeah, so I would say projects in the form of Good Fruit now, we've got, um, we've had some projects which have um, been funded on the site. Uh, we had a, a project, a husband and wife from Sheffield, and while the wife was pregnant, she started to um, get an allergic reaction to ordinary soaps and the chemicals mm. in soaps, and she started her own organic soaps, basically. Okay. And, and um, she raised, in fact, the most amount on our site um, and was able to essentially bring, what she, again, what she's passionate about and also help other people who are going through a similar thing as well, mm. find an alternative to to um ordinary soaps we had two girls who started a coffee drink um which is a similar approach to your high-end quality coffee um but a cold beverage so mm -hmm. cold brew and um they work with um communities in developing countries to kind of s help source the beans and then they they sell the drink here and so we've, we've had a range we've also had like before when we hosted events we had a various um array from church plants to magazines to um to social enterprise so mm -hmm. splendid and and so someone would if i had an idea say it was i don't know what it might be maybe a maybe it's a, i don't know um some sort of clothing product or something and i'm wanting to develop it i'd what if i come i come and submit the idea to to you or to a board how, how does it work what's the process whereby an, an individual with an idea gets through to, to to partial or whatever funding or fundraising whatever so what we do now so at the moment good fruits a crowdfunding platform and mm -hmm. essentially what that means is it's it's really about democratizing the way people can raise money right. and skills for their ideas and mm -hmm. so someone who's got an idea would say come to the site and submit an idea to us and mm -hmm. say hey i want to start a book i'm an author okay i want to publish a book and um what we kind of look for is really i would say two main things really the first thing is that it's creating value in mm. culture and society. That's really the fundamental thing um, and really stays in tune with good fruit, what we want to see. Um, and the other thing I'd say is that there's some sort of element of integrity and purpose towards it. So it's, it's actually been created for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, and and if you like, those are one of the, the two of the things we look for in terms of projects. And then I guess other things we look for is, you know, which is key to how crowdfunding, what our crowdfunding works is, how can you reward people for getting involved? So if people give you money or they offer their skills to your project in our case, how can you incentivize them to sort of get right. involved? So those are kind of what, what we look for in, in terms of our, our site. Splendid. Good. We well, are listening to The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Anthony ogden -Bueli. We're looking, uh, Thomas, uh, we're looking at uh, his uh, ministry, Good Fruit, and we'll be back just after this. Welcome back to Leadership Fire with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Anthony ogden -Bueli. Thomas, he's uh, uh, the founder and, uh, uh, I guess, co-leader of uh, a movement known as Good Fruit. His aim is to bring together people who dream about a better future. And um, we were talking before the break at uh, at how he went to, you know, he was studied as an entrepreneur uh, and then uh, decided to develop this with others and to provide this opportunity for folk to... Um, to uh, develop uh, uh, their products and to get support and, and, and help. So we've looked a little bit at some of the, the examples, Anthony. Um, do you think uh, the dreaming is in everyone's DNA or is this 
you know, is there a particular type of person that would be an entrepreneur? I, I would say I definitely think that it is in everyone's DNA mm. to dream, to be honest with you. I think, you know, across every human being, I just think it's how we've been created mm. by God to, to mm. create and in his image. I think the, the, the challenge comes in bringing that dream out. Um, and, you know, that's that's really where if like the recipe or the formulas then begin to come into mm. play. And, and for us, like that's really why we exist. You know, one of our mantras is being a place where dreamers become doers. And we think that by, if like opening the the road in a sense of how people can essentially bring those dreams. You know, one of the two of the biggest things that stop people are raising funds or the people to help them do it. And, and that's mm. really, you know, you'll talk to people. It's not particularly that people don't know what they feel they're called to do, if you want to put it that way, mm. or what they're passionate about, what their purpose is. The big challenge, then the question marks come where they, you ask them, how does it happen in or how is mm. it going to mm. make a difference? So. Yeah. When I um, worked for Christianity magazine, we would uh, get many people ask advice on, uh, uh, on, on, on starting magazines. They believe that God had told them to set up a magazine. Uh, and I have to say that, that they invariably failed because the, you know, and it was it was a big faith journey for them because <laughs> they thought God had said something and it didn't work out. You know, mm. and uh, and practically, often we would have said that actually it takes an awful lot, for example, to set up a magazine, mm-hmm. uh, mag- advertising and investment on the radio, and you know, and often the the cost price of the magazine doesn't support things. Yeah. I'm just wondering, you know, when when people come with ideas that you think actually that's not going to work, how does how does that conversation go? And how can you be sensitive to what they think mm-hmm. God's saying while at the same time nurturing their desire to, to, to do something? Mm. It, it's, it is really tricky. I mean, in, I think for us, we don't particularly have that much of a conversation in that, in that area okay. of things with, with people. Um, where we do have that conversation, it's, it's really preliminary and we try and bring, again, more the essence mm. of why they're doing it out of it. But I would say... Um, you know we always you know whether it's someone who feels that they obviously they're doing what God has called them to mm. do what we try to bring out is the output you know what's the fruit of what you're doing mm. like, what what are you creating and or you know who is it for what you know it's, what, mm. essentially what is the good fruit in it really um, and that's where we try to kind of focus on so we you know it, you do find um, as you said like in the Christian community you can find sometimes we have sometimes we have an imbalance you know like we we focus a lot on what we believe Mm. i guess which is good um but we need to be able to balance it into what we create as well um be people who yeah we share what we don't just share what we believe we show Mm. it by what we do as well and so i think yeah we we try to have that conversation with people about what what is the end product of what you're Mm. doing Mm. and obviously what you believe will influence that and that's important so yeah. sure, sure. Have, have you had um, products or people with initiatives that have done much better than you thought? And similarly, have you had some that that didn't do so well when you thought they would? Well, that's a good question. Um, I would say more from a, p- a personal point of view. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, we had a, a magazine from America, which um, incredible magazine, um, which didn't do as as well as we had thought it would. What I had thought it would anyway, mm. um, and I think it goes down to. It isn't, I don't. I wouldn't put it down to the project itself. I'll put it down to just the mm. fact that they were based in America, and at the time we didn't really cater for 
US dollars okay. currency, so mm-hmm. you know people supporting it. And so I would say that, but at this moment in time, we haven't really seen, um, you know, projects that have done completely different to what we mm. would have expected. Um, again, the ones that we have seen, I mean, we we do see a type of recipe that works mm. well. And going back to what I said, it's really about sharing what you believe, but also mm. sharing what this will do, because that's essentially the you know where people kind of connect. Mm-hmm. You know, you inspire them by what you believe, and then you should you tell them essentially what you're going to do and mm. how it's going to benefit them or. The, the community that, you, that mm-hmm. you're, you're reaching out to so sure what about your own uh, kind of personal journey on in terms of leading something like this the things that you found challenging and, and a mm. blessing mm. i would say one of the biggest um challenges i found i found so far is apart from leading something that you know in a sense we, we kind of feel we're in a space that's quite new mm-hmm. and you know when you're in that space when you're in a space like that sometimes you don't particularly have a lot of examples Mm. to to look to and say hey well that's exactly how they did it so Mm. let's just do it similar to that so we have to really we ask a lot of questions you know we do a lot of research into companies that we that we admire and kind of see go back to Mm. their origins how they've kind of started and really started a movement And, and i think that 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 is a point you know we try to see what we're doing as a movement isn't in as much as it's business mm. you know and so how can we inspire people that's ultimately one of what we want to do um so yeah i'll say doing a lot of research trying to educate ourselves on how to best go about it and i think one of the blessings is just that we get to meet so many inspiring people like mm. literally all over the world um you know you, you talk to people um who are working on things that it's like wow that's incredible you know and you get to be a part of the story of helping them bring that dream mm. or that idea to life um but both people who have faith and don't and i think that's what's interesting because we found that people across the board are interested in good fruit and people are inspired by that and i think that's a perfect place that we want to be sure and uh, is this when you talk about people around the world is this people coming to london do you yourself travel much so it's really i mean being on the internet is Mm. is Mm. a great thing you know you can reach out to people I mean, I'm not sure if they have internet in Antarctica, but if they did, they probably would be able to. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, reach out to it. But we've, we just, you know, we have relationships with people in different countries mm. who've heard about Good Fruit and kind of um, resonate with the values and the the vision or the mission, I'd say, of what we're trying to achieve mm. and really get it. Um, so we've been able to be we fortunate enough to build relationships with those people. And, mm. you know, so, yeah, I mean, one of the challenges uh, within the Christian church is often funding of projects mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, I mean, I've been in conversations with people who run mission projects who, yeah. who you know, base it on personal support. Yeah, and they're wondering whether entrepreneurship might be a a route into funding God's work, so that individuals can 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 develop businesses which frees them to do other, yeah. other if you like, more charitable or ministry activities. Yeah, um, and I'm just wondering if there are, uh, and you've you've studied entrepreneurship, other. Are there classic texts that people need to go to to learn about entrepreneurship? Is that have you got names on the top of your head? I'm I'm putting you on the spot. I appreciate no, it. No, not, not at all. Like I mean, there are definitely people that I read that have shaped, you know, kind of my thinking in mm-hmm. terms of how to go about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I would say one more recently is Simon Sinek. Just mm-hmm. Start with why. Oh yes, um, yeah. you know, great book talking about, you know, I guess the, the fundamentals of how you go mm-hmm. about you know whether it's a business or it's a charity or it's yeah. a social movement um 
and you know he he has he breaks down it down into levels so why how and what yeah you know yeah. the why is about why you're doing what you're doing like it's the heart it's the core mm-hmm. of it and the how is obviously the the method in which you're doing it mm-hmm. and the what is you know what is it that like what form does it come in yeah and so i think that's a good place for people to to get some mm-hmm. sort of inspiration or basis but in terms of mission work i think in general it's important to um to always be thinking about new ways in which you can achieve your goal you know methods that we use or that people were using say 50 years ago 100 years ago might not be as effective today and so you know thinking of ways in which to still keep the the you know the objective or the heart of what you're doing at the forefront is definitely um a good good way to go about it splendid yes it's the book is uh, start with why uh, how great leaders inspire everyone to take action yes it. it's on my as we as we're speaking it's <laughs> on my it's on my kindle here so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, i yeah I, I thoroughly recommend it's a fantastic book um, yeah. and uh, an, an almost blessing great stuff so uh, as you look into the future what sort of what, what do you what do you hope what's your aspirations for for good fruit so for good fruit we we reference a lot we reference the renaissance period mm-hmm. a lot in terms of the cultural change that it achieved and we, we you know we, we talk a lot about you know wanting to see a modern renaissance mm. um and by that we basically meet an era where you know people culture society flourishes and mm. and the only way that's going to happen is obviously similar to the renaissance but similar to anything that's gonna mm. that will change is people create that you mm. know it doesn't happen by itself and so we're really passionate about wanting to you know grow uh you know a movement where people who you know have ideas and projects that have some sort of purpose uh-huh. and integrity uh-huh. can um you know bring them to life essentially and make that that journey as easy as possible and so we definitely look to you know how we can go about that and and really taking that vision into various spheres so whether it's film or music uh-huh. or literature um you know we want to see like the modern c.s lewis's and isaac newton's gutenberg's and stuff like that and and in 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 you know funny sense this would have been something that they probably would have used if it yes. was available. You Indeed. know, bringing their books or you mm. know their technological inventions to life, and so it seems the time is right in terms mm. of the internet and the power of technology, and you know what we want to see. That everything seems to be in place, and so now it's really just a case of ensuring that you know by God's grace we we steward that and use the right recipes well, and kind of you know hopefully can contribute to seeing that happen so fantastic yeah. well as we as we close of course i need to ask you what, how, how people can get aware become more aware on the web of good fruit so what what would be your so moniker? you can go to www.goodfruit.co okay so there's no uk just .co people always ask me that so it's <laughs> a uk missing <laughs> yeah, yeah so they say when, when they write it down so that, and i stop at .co they're like just waiting for me to say uk <laughs> but there's no uk it's just .co um and yeah, you can you can drop us a line. Our emails are on the site. Um, you know, it's 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 we're pr- pretty much open in terms of collaboration. Um, it's, it's a funny thing actually. Recently, we saw this. You know, going back to your previous question about what we want to see. I think even taking things off the internet in terms of what we want, the, a space that we want to create, where mm. almost like an embassy for dreamers, where people can come and meet each other and work and. We saw this um, this really interesting building in Shoreditch recently. Um, it's called Bedford House, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's been closed down for a number of years now. Um, but it's an old English Renaissance building um, that 
was used by the Quaker Association. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's literally just been closed down. And we've just been like trying to figure out who owns it and, mm. and where, how we can get in contact with them and kind of, you know, almost take it into the next Renaissance, hopefully, period and kind of, you know, be based there. But it's an amazing, beautiful two-story building um, right in the heart of, you know, one of the most creative places in London. Um, and so just kind of really reaching out to people at different, you know, stages or various ways and where they can kind of get involved whether it's the internet whether it's tech whether it's design whether it's building community um it's it's pretty much an open canvas so that's what's pretty exciting wonderful well thank you so much for for sharing with no, us thank you it's been an exciting been vision great. you've been listening to leadership follow me andy peck uh, <clears throat> my guest uh, today was uh, anthony ogunbowale thomas um you can uh, go to www.goodfruit.co and you can find out more. So thank you, Anthony, very much. Thank you very much. Um, my apologies for butchering your surname. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, <laughs> you're very you gracious. Can, you can. You know, my friends call me AOT. Some people call me <laughs> Anthony or Thomas. Some people call me Tony. So it's fine. Oh, it's bless you. Well, um, anyway, do um, log on to Premier's website, and you can find, find archive recordings of leadership, Fund, including this one, in due course. Look forward to your company again next Sunday at three thirty. You've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier. Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR, a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life. Contact him via email apeck at cwr.org.uk.